0: We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourselves and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter.
1: Needs to make that confession of faith tonight oh. Say it
2: I will never be ashamed
0: Not after being with you Amen, amen, amen I want to welcome each and every person to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Prophetic Bible Study Hallelujah We uh, have been going through the book of Romans, and we are going to continue until we hit the end and then find another book. So we're just picking it apart, amen, getting all that God has for us in it, hallelujah, so we can build a strong foundation. How many of you know when you have a strong foundation, a storm can come into your life and the house will stand? Amen. Some of us have some cracks in our foundation. So as we go through the book of Romans, we're able to fill those cracks. Amen. For the next storm, when it comes, it won't blow the house down or make the crack worse. That may be in the foundation. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give everyone an opportunity to Uh, get on the line, uh, contact their friends and let them know that MBKI is online uh, with a Bible study and we're just going to allow the Spirit of God to saturate Hallelujah the line with some praise music, amen we need the Holy Spirit to fill this room to to fill this line, amen glory be to God, y'all Worship, focus upon the Spirit of God, don't just walk around and do stuff, get your mind right, get your spirit right, amen, hallelujah, those that are on the conference line, hallelujah, because you're not here present, don't just walk around and cook chicken and and watch TV and all this crazy stuff, focus, focus your we hearts thank you prepare for your mind to, be to receive. Amen. We thank you for the
1: opportunity to be a part of what you're doing to the earth. Hallelujah. Creation is groaning. Awaiting for your sons and daughters to realize who they are. So Father, we thank you for allowing us to be a part of a movement that's awakening sons and daughters. Hallelujah. That's awakening the dead. That's awakening the sleeping soul. Hallelujah. We thank you for the resurrection power that's in worship. Hallelujah. We thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your spirit. That the same power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead. is the same spirit and the same power that lives inside of us even now as we worship. Father, we worship from our spirits. Hallelujah. Not from us pay, hey, not from a fleshly place, but from our spirits we worship, from our souls. We dig deep wells of worship. This is all about you. This is all about you. This is all about you. No one is the star. There's no celebrities there's no one man it's only about jesus hallelujah it's only about Jesus it's only about Jesus you are our attention you are our focus you are our one desire father it's you Jesus it's you savior it's you master it's you holy it's you it's you it's you it's you Jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, as we sing these songs tonight, as you've done before, let it not just stay in this room. Let the purity and the power of these songs resonate, resonate in hearts all around the world. Let your presence that we house in this room let it be on every lyric. Let it be on every melody. Let it ride on every word. Let your presence be made manifest in every home that this hour is played. Father, we're asking for more. We're asking, faith. we're asking for more. We're not satisfied with what has been. We are asking for more of your presence. We are not content with what has been. We are asking for more of your glory, more of your power more of your spirit. Father, we pray for these minstrels, every leader that sings, every minstrel that plays tonight. Father, would you play and sing through them? Lead their hands, lead their uh, speak in their ears, even play out new melodies in their ears. Let the sound of heaven be so loud. Open up their spirits to be more sensitive and aware of what you want to do in the music realm, Father, Lead us tonight. We are nothing without you. We are nothing without you. There's no artistry, there's no math, there's no anything. We are nothing without your hand and your grace. For it's not by might or by power, but by your spirit. Put your spirit on this thing, Father. Put your spirit on this thing. Let your pleasure be known and felt. Hallelujah. Let your pleasure be known and felt on these songs tonight. We desire to make you smile. Just for 15 seconds, just fill this room with worship. Come on. up your head, on oh, the
2: gates,
1: open up the ancient doors, let the King of glory come in, let the King of glory come in, He desires to fill the room, fill the room, fill
0: praise. We thank you, Father God, for this time, this opportunity, Father God. Hallelujah. You come before your throne and worship. Oh, God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory, for there is none like you, oh God. Oh, Father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for being the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God, for rescuing us Hallelujah, from our own selves. We thank you, Lord, for loving us. Hallelujah, when we couldn't love ourselves and for some didn't know how to love ourselves. Father God, we thank you for giving us the willingness to forgive those who despitefully used us, came against us, harmed us, hurt us. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. Where would we be without you, O God? Hallelujah. So we just lift up holy hands and surrender all to you, Father. We, Father God, ask you for, to forgive us of all things that we have said, all things we've done, all things that we have even thought that goes against your word or purpose. Every sin, known and unknown, hallelujah, we ask you, Lord, to forgive us. We lay it at your feet, oh God. Help us, Father God. Give us the strength, oh God, not to commit, Father God, a, a sins that we know, Lord God, brings. Dishonor to you, oh God Hallelujah Give us the willingness, Father God To walk, Father God The road less traveled Oh God, you say that we are sanctified people We are set apart for your glory For your purpose, oh God Oh Father God Take us out of, Father God Those things, those people, those places And those things, Father God That are of the world That we may be able, Father God to sign. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. We magnify your name, oh, God. During this time, Father God, of study, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit may come in and teach us. Teach us, Holy Spirit, what it is that that the Lord has for us on today in the book of Romans, oh, God. Show us through your spirit, O oh God, fresh manner, revelation, hallelujah. Something that will spark us, oh God, that will shift us, that will change us, that would, would heal us, Father God, and deliver us from ourselves, that will teach us more about your love, more about your presence, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for technology. We thank you for each and every person that is in the house. We thank you for each and every person, Father God, that is listening via the uh, internet, Father God, in streaming. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That we're able to reach our sons and daughters in other states as well as those that are local, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Technology is not a bad thing. It just depends upon the hands that it's in. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. So we thank you, Father God. I pray even now, Father God, for you saying your word, hallelujah, that your son bore our sickness, hallelujah, that we may be able to receive his healing. Oh, God, each and every person that is upon this line, each and every person that is a part of NBKI Ministries, that is feeling aches, that are feeling pains, that have sickness, joint pain, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Headaches, Uh uh, uh nasal congestion. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We pray now that the healing power of Jesus Christ may come upon them, be made whole by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, we thank you. For you say, ask, and it shall be given. So Lord God, we are asking in the name your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you release your healing power upon your people, Lord God, that you will take the aches and the pain, that you will take the headaches, hallelujah, that you will take the congestion out, Father God, hallelujah, and allow your healing to settle, allow your peace to settle, allow your joy to settle. Oh, Holy Spirit, as the song said, fill the room, fill the room. Holy Spirit, Fill the room. Fill the room. Amen. Glory be to God. We cannot do nothing without you, Holy Spirit. All we need your power in this hour, Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. We thank you, oh God, for what you are about to do in this hour. We thank you for what you're about to do in this season. Glory be to God. Nicole, are you on the line? Can you hear me? Are you on the line? Nicole,
3: are
0: you
3: on the line? Yes, I am. Amen. Pray for me, please. Father God, I come to you as humbly as I know how. Thank you, Lord, for the chance to come into unity with those who love you just as much as me, Father. Lord, I thank you for everything that you're about to do, for my family and my wonderful ministry that you have put in place. Well, I thank you for everybody that's on the line tonight, Lord. I ask you to heal anybody with any type of illness right now, Jesus, in your yes, son's yes. name. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for showing me and guiding me, even when I didn't want to be guided, Lord. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that you took control. That's yeah. like how I feel. Let your will be done, Lord, not, me, not mine, and less of me and more of you, Lord. Right now, oh. in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Amen, amen,
0: amen. amen. amen.
4: Deacon
0: Antonio, go ahead and pray, man. Break it up, break it up. Glory. If he's able, if
4: he's able, if he's not, I understand. In the name of Jesus Christ, I say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for allowing me to see another, another beautiful day. Thank you, Father, for the people in my life. Thank you, Father, for your forgiveness and your yeah, peace, peace and your glory. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Father, for everything that you're doing in my family life. Thank you, yeah. Father, for everyone that you are there blessing with, Father. Yeah. Father, I just said thank you and that we love you, and I love you for everything that you're doing in my life, Father. Yeah. So yeah. I ask yeah. you, Father, to, to, to come in my life and show me to walk your way, Father, yeah. To yeah. to be with me, Father. You know, yes. to help me to to fight off the evil demons and everything that's yes. around me that don't want to be in our way, Father. I ask you to be with me, Father, that I can have have peace and I can fight it fight it away from me and my family, yes. Father. Father, yes, I just Lord. said thank you for thank uh, you doing my life, Father. I ask yes. you to bless this house, Father. We are here yes. sick right now. So I'm asking for you to please touch us, touch my family, yes. touch my kids. Yes, and please touch me, Father, and everyone that's still out there that's suffering some kind of coronavirus, Father. Please yes, touch them. Yes, 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 yes. I ask you Hallelujah. and I ask you and I Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yes.
0: Amen. Amen. I felt that. Oh, Glory God. be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we just give God all the honor and all the praise because he's worthy. Yes,
2: God.
0: Amen. He, he gave us breath this morning to take part in a day we've never seen before, nor will we ever see again. So I hope to put 100% into this day yes, because we are not guaranteed another. And you don't yes. want to end your life giving God 50%. God in the day. Amen. We don't know what's going to happen when we go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Because it's only through Christ that we are able to wake up to a new day. So we need to live each day like it's our last. We need to take part in each day like it is our last. Amen. And we need to talk to people every day like it's our last. Amen. Let me ask you a question. I got a question. If you knew this was your last day, what would you say to people? What would you be talking about to people? What would you say? Would you be talking about people? Would you be calling folks up gospel? Would you be talking about all the negative stuff going on in your life? What would you be talking about if this was the last day of your life? You see, we take Advantages are you take the what's the word on yeah advantage of the days that are given to us as a present. It's a present, it's a gift. God wakes us up and say, I'm giving you a gift. It's to live another day. What do we do with the gift? What do we do with the gift? Do we just take the one on the ground and squash it, or do we handle it with care? You see, we've gotten so far out of living in the kingdom and so much into living in the world. See, the world takes advantage of everything. The world doesn't have enough. You can't get enough you can't get enough. See, with God, what you have is enough because you have God. If you have no material stuff, but you have God, you got everything you need. But in the world, the world says that I need more. I need a bigger house, I need a I need a I need I need I need If this was your last day, what would you be talking about? Every day when you wake up in the morning, I want you to ask yourself that question. If this is going to be my last day upon the earth, what am I going to talk about to people? And live your life that way. Because what you'll find is you'll be more forgiving, you'll be more loving, you'll have more compassion. But see, we take advantage. We just assume that we're going to live another 20 years so we can just treat people any old way. We can do whatever we want to do. This coronavirus has us so separated. They say that we can't even congregate together. What if this was the last day? We wouldn't be able to see people that we love. Because of what? Something that we don't even know if it's true or not. It's just what they say. We don't know. They've been lying to us for what? 400 years. If not longer. We got we gotta we gotta we gotta live differently, people. We have to live differently. See, kingdom people don't live a worldly life. Kingdom people live a kingdom life based upon principles and statutes that are in the word of God. The world goes totally against everything that is in the world of God. This is why it says we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Why? Because We are living in the world. Everyone, every day, something, somewhere, we are sinning. We all have sinned. It don't matter who you are. From Mother Mary all the way down to to, to, to whoever. We all have sinned. It's what the Bible says in the book of Romans. The book of Romans also tells us that there is no other way to be forgiven, but through Christ. It don't matter how you live. It doesn't matter what you do. If you don't believe in the Son of Jesus, in the Son of God, that he had died, was buried and resurrected, shed his blood on Calvary's cross, if you don't believe that, In eternity, the reward is not given unto you. But it goes a lot deeper than that, people, because you have some people that will tell you, well, I'm saved, and because I'm saved, I'm going to go to heaven. The devil is a lie, because what that is is saying that I can say I'm saved and live my life any way that I choose to live it. And you have many people today that are doing just that. They've gone to church. They've gotten saved. They've even gotten baptized. And they're out here living any old way they want to live. They're in the clubs on Saturday. And they're in the church on Sunday. And some are singing in the choir. The Bible says, if you love me, you will follow my command. So Christ says, if you want to show me that you love me, you will do what I say. Parents, let's say you have two kids. One, when you ask them to do something, they just hop to it. The other, you ask them to do something, they look at you like you crazy. Now, which one are you gonna break your back for? Well you do you do it for both. which one will you really just 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 break your back for? Just show them that you really appreciate their obedience to you, their honor to you. The Bible says if you draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. So what is it saying? If you die to yourself, then you can be alive in me. As, As you come closer to me, what happens is you get into the glory, and in the glory, things begin to fall off because sin can't be in the glory. That's why you can't just go from one to a thousand because you kill yourself. It's little by little, because a little bit more of you got to break. A little bit more of you got to break. A little bit more of you got to break. The heat gets trumped up. Your situations get harder. Things get more challenging. But you stick in there, and you trust that God is going to see you through. And it's all a test, because it tells us this in the book of James. Count it all joy when you go through various trials or temptations for the testing of your faith. Produces, produce means that means that something is going to come out of it. Something is being produced out of it, out of your situation that you're going through right now. Yes, that financial situation that you are dealing with right now, something is going to be produced out of the pet pay- and it's called patience. That's a, that's thing a, we don't know nothing about that we don't we don't want to wait on nothing. We don't want to take last night's dinner and put it back on the stove and turn the eyes on. We'd rather go get some plates, throw the food on the plate, and stick it in the microwave for two minutes and get it back nice and hot real quick. I blame it all on the microwave. Microwave messed everything up. Amen. Messed everything up. There's just a microwave on everything quick. Yeah. We got these cell phones. We can't even we we can't run home. You remember back in the day we had to run home to go get the phone. Hey, call Jimmy. Okay. I'll be right back. Y'all gotta go to the house. Call Jimmy. Now it's like, call Jimmy. Can I use your cell phone? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if ain't nobody got a cell phone, I ain't running home. I ain't running. No, I oh, Jimmy's gonna have to wait. That's too much work. We're getting lazy, y'all. And God wants to take us back to the basics so we can so we can feel the cracks in of our foundation for some folks to build a foundation. Amen. Because we need a strong foundation in these last days. Because we're being tested. Every way we turn, we're being tested. Every way we turn, we're being tested. Amen. And if you don't have a strong foundation, guess what? Mm-hmm. See, Hurricane Katrina came through, blew up, blew off a whole bunch of homes, but there were some homes that were built with a strong foundation, and they made it through the storm. See, that's the kind of foundation we want y'all to have here at MBKI is a strong foundation that even if a tsunami came through, you're going to withstand it. You ain't going to give up. You're not going to give in. You're going to stand and fight the good fight of faith, no matter what it looked like. Because see, discipleship, see, see, let me tell you something. The apostles, all of them, I think there was only one apostle that died a normal death. There was only one apostle that died a normal death. The rest were, I would call it murder. One was hung upside down. The other one got head chopped off. I mean, they all, it, one got thrown in hot oil. I mean, it was, it, was, it was crazy. But they were willing to go through all this for Jesus. And we can't even. <laughs> my God, come on, people, come on, come on. I want to read something to you. And we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the study tonight. We're gonna just just some stuff that was on my heart as the Holy Spirit was filling the room and we were uh, in worship. But I want I want to share this. This I, I I was I read this this morning, and as I was playing golf and I was talking to God as I do and. Things like this, I said, you know, I got, I got to share this. So I did a little video, but uh, I want y'all, I want to read to y'all what I read to get just to, to kind of shake me up a little bit, amen. So y'all just listen, listen in. All right, this is dealing with obedience and sacrifice, obedience and sacrifice, amen. It says in 1 Samuel 15 and 22, it states this. What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offering and sacrifice or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm going to say that again. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm going to say that again. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm going to say that again. Following the voice of God is better than trying to do something for God that God maybe didn't tell you to do. We'll get to that. Amen. And submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Amen. Now, I'm going to read 1 Samuel 15 and 22 from the Message Bible. Now, the Message Bible, I like the Message Bible because it it just gives it to you raw. Okay, so it said this. Then Samuel said, "Do you think all God wants are sacrifices, empty rituals, just for show? He wants you to listen to Him. Plain listening is the thing, not stagging a lavish relate a religious production, a religious production. That 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 hit me because see." What churches do is they put on a production. They, okay, we're going to have the praise and worship team sing three songs, and then we're going to move this, and from that, we're going to move to this. I have found myself sacrificing when I should be obeying. direct the ministry. When we think what I am doing, what I am going to do, what will fix this situation, we are in essence asking, how can I make a sacrifice to take care of this on my own? As Christ followers, we should be asking God, what do you already provided the sacrifice? How can I obey you? As busy do it yourself, get it done, mark it off and list people. We can become accustomed to laying down our lives for uh, family, jobs, church and countless situations that are indeed good but we can end up training ourselves before we even consider what might be the correct step of obedience. We make assumptions and take action before consulting God. Or I had experienced with starting and maintaining various ministries. He shared his strong desire and sense of calling to start a specific work and then began to talk about the need of funding and raising money. He also expressed his hesitancy about seeking out support since he had never done anything like this before. When he was done, I asked him, he had received any unexpected financial blessings in the recent past. He responded that a close relative had died a few years back and left him a sizable amount of money. I then asked him, could it be that God provided the money for your ministry before he ever gave you the call? Maybe his plans for the provision are different than what are what you you are thinking. Maybe he already answered your prayer. The look on his face told me the dots suddenly connected. The sacrifice had already been made. The provision had been given. Nothing but obedience to the call was now required. Was now required. There are so many times in all our lives when the sacrifice of Christ has already covered us, giving the opportunity to simply submit and move into what he has, he has waiting for us, applying uh, what Samuel said in First Samuel 5 and 15. So long story short, we must wait on God. Sometimes we have everything we need. We just don't know we have everything we need because we're too busy trying to do things our way. So, hmm. that word was for somebody outside of me. That word was for somebody outside of me. There's some things that God has given you God has given you what you need to fulfill the purpose. But a fear is holding you back from moving. A fear is holding you back from moving. A lack of confidence, a lack of confidence, and a fear of failure, and a fear of failure. Who is that?
3: Um, that might be me,
5: uh, Yolanda. Mhm.
0: Mhm. 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 You gotta, you know, we as individuals have to understand this. When we were created, we were created perfect. We were created with purpose. We were created to fulfill a purpose. But what happens is we go through things in life. We do things. We make choices that uh, society says is wrong. Society begins to judge us. They put us in a jacket. Let's say you may have gotten a felony. Let's say maybe you were a prostitute and, you know, you, you lived that life. Let's say you were a drug addict. You lived that life. But, you know, God had a purpose outside of all that. So what we do is we put that label on us and say that this is who we are and we can't be that higher thing. We can't be the executive. We can't be the lawyer. We can't be the book writer. We can't be the minister. We can't be none of that because we are this. We are this. But what is this? See, you're not what you've done. You're not your choices. You're not none of that. That's just what you did. You see? You see? You, you and and I, you're, you're a woman of God. You're a, you're a man of God. You're you're an individual that has purpose. You're an individual that has insight. You have you have wisdom. You have experience. You have you have a lot of positive things. But we focus too much on the negative things that prevent us from moving forward in the positive things that we need. So, Yolanda, go get, go, go move. You you got businesses. You got businesses. You got, you got, you got books. There's a lot of things in your life, hallelujah, that God has for you. But you just kind of just, in, in, you're in neutral. And that's for me, that's for some other people as well. So people are in neutral. It's time to shift gears. Time to shift gears. Time to shift gears. -hmm. All right. Who who remembers where we left off last week? I finally get to see you. Who remembers where we left off last
3: week? Looking at my notes. Was it fifteen, verse three, fifteen? Uh, 12 to 15, something like that.
0: No, man, just fine with it. Okay, if I am correct, if I am correct, I I think that we are at chapter four. I think we went all the way down to chapter four. Yeah, but I didn't.
2: Four.
0: Huh? Four. Yep,
3: yeah, I think four.
0: so. Okay. Four. All right. All right. All right. Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold
2: on. Right.
0: Uh, okay, chapter four. four. All right, so I'm going to give everybody about 30 seconds. You should have your Bible, but you know what? I'm going to give you 30 seconds anyway. Go get your Bible, go get your notepad and pen. As I always say, it makes no sense to be on a teaching line or to be in a Bible study without your study tools. Amen. So go get your Bibles, go get your books, go get your notepads, and when you get back, we're going to go to Romans chapter four. Mm. You said that, girl, everything's going to be okay. It ain't
5: nobody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you think you can. I, I feel your kind Yes. Right. Well, relax, everything's going to be okay. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, justified by faith. That's what we're going to be talking about justified by faith. Now last week we were talking about being justified by faith in Christ, the only uh remedy for sin. He is the only remedy for sin. So, you know, you get those individuals, they've never they've never gotten a ticket. They 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 never harmed anybody. They 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 always give and they're just the model citizen. They pay their taxes. They have a nice white house with a picket fence and two dogs and three kids. And, and, and they're just that type of person. But they don't know Jesus. And they'll say, is, yes, I'm a good person. So I know I'm going to go to heaven. Well, no, because there's only one thing that will justify you from sin, and that is Christ. Now, you can do all these wonderful things, as I said earlier, for we all sit and fall short of the glory of God. The Bible says that, you know, if, you know, if you even look at a woman with lust in your heart. So that lets us know that it's not just what we do, it's also what we think. So some of the people that don't do a lot of things, they have a lot of thoughts. And a lot of them thoughts ain't right. They are not right. Yeah. So we are going to be looking here At uh, Abraham 430 years before the law was justified By faith Of the law So basically We're going to be looking at How things were Before The law was placed Before the eyes of people If you remember last week I was telling you guys that Adam and Eve have the law on their heart, on their heart. They knew the law because God created Adam in his image. And then from Adam came Eve from the rib. So they knew the law. But after sin, the law began to slowly go away. They begin to do more sin, more sin. It says in uh, Genesis chapter 3, chapter 3 and verse 1, that there was so much sin on the earth, chapter 6, excuse me, uh, sin on the earth, and the only righteous man was Noah. So there was all this sin. So what's going on is the sin that was on the heart of man was no longer on the heart of man. The heart of man became, got hard, and they started doing all what they wanted to do. You know all kind of perverted stuff. You know, I mean, it was crazy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and so, so in this, we had a land that was full of sin, that was full of sin. So Abraham came along, and what God did is God wrote the Ten Commandments on stone so that it could get before the eyes of the people. And get back into the heart. To get back into the heart. Amen. Before that, they, they there was nothing. If if you were down the street and there was no no uh, speed sign, you wouldn't know how fast to, to go down, how fast to, to go. Now you get some people that would just zip down there going 100 miles an hour, you know. But there's no sign. And then you get some people that would be cautious. They'll be careful. They will go down kind of slowly. see the little kids playing on the side. They want to make sure that they don't run over kids. But then you get some people that just don't care. They go zoo down. You see? So it was the same kind of way. You know? So you had some people that were following the law but didn't even know the law. Or, or knew that it exists. Or let's say it was still uh, someone on their heart and they followed it. But they didn't. But there was no, no law before their, their eyes. It, 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 yeah, let's read. Let's read. let Okay. Nicole, do you want to read verse one through three forty? Romans chapter four. Romans chapter four, and we're going to start in verse one. Romans chapter four, verse one. If if you're able okay, to right. Romans chapter four. And the first verse to the third verse.
3: Okay. Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have something to boast about. But that was not God's way. For the scriptures tell us Abraham believed God and and God counted him as as righteous because of his faith.
0: Amen. Amen. So the King James Version says this, What shall we say then about Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he hath whereof to glory. So if he was justified by works, it would be him. So I help women across the street, little old ladies across the street, people that have wheelchairs, I push them across the street. So these are my works. I'm justified, you see. Uh, I, uh, 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 I, I, I cut the grass for my neighbors. You know, I do all this wonderful stuff for people. I'm justified, you see. So 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 justified by works was Abraham no? goes on to say, but not before God. Verse 3, for what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So what was counted as righteousness was the belief. Was the belief. And this was before he was circumcised. So, So it went from from the, the the faith was always there, but then circumcision came, and this is where I would say somewhat of a division. You know, you have the circumcised, uncircumcised, but faith, belief, belief. So my question is, what do you believe? What do you believe? Verse four says this: four and five. Four and five. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believe on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So all men can be justified by faith without law and works. So, Christ died and fulfilled the law. And because he fulfilled the law, the law now has been abolished because it's been fulfilled. Okay? Now, when, when we say that, people assume that every law that's in the Bible has been fulfilled by Christ, and that's not true. There, there's statutes. There, there, there's, there's, there's laws that even well, here's one. Christ says, if you love me, follow my commandments. That's law. Okay? So, what is his commandments? Well, there's all kinds of commandments. He tells you to do this, and you will do that. Here's command, here's the reward. You see? So, so, some people say, well, you know, Christ died and fulfilled the law. Well, that's true. But do you understand what law he fulfilled, and do you understand what law still stands? And that's where people get all twisted. So, we must understand that the commands of God still stand. The laws of God have been, uh, uh, have been abolished because Christ has fulfilled them. Amen. So it says, But to him that worketh not, but believeth in him, that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So, people of God, don't think just because you you walk right and you talk right and you do right that you are uh, entitled a ticket into eternity. You know, it's what you believe. So the best way of putting it is this. If you stood up and someone was standing behind you, and then you just were to fall back into their arms, did you do that without turning around and looking to make sure they catch you? See, that, that's a, that, 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 that is a, a faith in that individual that they are going to catch you. So, in Christ, do you believe that whatever you're going to go through in life, that he's going to catch you? that he's going to be there for you, you see? So when you, when you, when you, have you ever done that? Have you ever done that, you know, when you stand up and and you just kind of just fall back into the person's arm? And it's like, you know, it depends on who the person is. Because some people, you you may be like, no, I don't want him, I want this person because I know this person, you know what I mean? But Christ, you see, Christ, ooh, that's a good one. There are some people that have um, been through uh, uh, some traumatic things with their fathers. Some women have been sexually abused by their fathers. Some men have been been physically abused by their fathers. So when you hear the word "father," you to have faith, in Father God, or your your it, it, it just it it, it 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 that 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 word makes makes you just want to and go the opposite way. You know what I mean? Because I'm not having nope, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm, no. Nope. Because of that pain, that, that situation, that traumatic event or whatever it was, it's still not healed. You see. And and, and, and what has to take place is through Christ and having and, and acquiring a faith and taking a leap of faith and drawing closer to him, what will take place is through him, the healing in you will take place to where that father or that that stepfather, hallelujah, whoever it may have been, father, hallelujah, you'll be able to heal yourself from what it is that they've done because you'll understand that God loves you despite. Despite and whatever is going on in your life, He has brought you through. He has brought you through. Amen? Amen. All right. Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we looked at Abraham. So now let's take a look at David. Ben, you want to read uh, 6 through uh, 8?
5: And it reads Even as David also describes the um, blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without words, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not
0: impute sin. Amen. 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 So, yeah, even as David also descriptive the, the, uh, the the blessing of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without works. Righteousness without works. So now the apostle proves his point by showing how David, a man under law, was justified by faith without the law and works. Without the law and works, how he was justified without it says in verse seven, saying, Blessed are they who inquires our in- iniquities are forgiven. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and those sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So basically, it's a blessing to have your sins covered. 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 covered. And your and 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 receiving the forgiveness of the Lord. And a man can be justified by faith without law and works. It says, "Come into." Come, you know what? I want to read. I want to read out of the Bible.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Here we go. Where are we at chapter four and verse 5, right? All right. All right. All right. What says here? Now, now is the blessing only for the Jews or Is it also for uncircumcised Gentiles? Well, we have been saying that Abraham was counted as righteousness by God because of his faith. But how did this happen? Was he counted as righteousness only after he was circumcised, or was it before he was circumcised? Clearly, God accepted Abraham before. He was circumcised So in verse 11 it says Circumcision was a sign That Abraham already had faith And that God had already Accepted him and declared him To be righteous Even before he was circumcised So Abraham Is a spiritual father of those Who have faith But have not been circumcised They are counted As righteous Because of their faith. And Abraham also, the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they have the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. So, what this is basically stating is that we, those that are the sons and daughters of Abraham, carry the same type of faith that Abraham carried before he was circumcised. So it's a belief, again. It's not a word. It's a belief. It's a belief. It says that Abraham was justified by his belief in Christ. So, again, I want to I kind of go over, because this is kind of the, I don't want to say the dry part, but it can get kind of dry <laughs> a little bit. We're going over just to find out, and, and I think Paul was really beating into the Romans. And we have to remember the Romans lived a very perverted life. They were they were into a lot of things. They they had the military. They were big. They were they 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 uh, the army was big. They they uh, 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 were a force to reckon with. And little old Paul was coming in. To share the gospel with, and so he, he's having to break things down to a, a way, in, and they say that the book of Romans, when it comes to the foundational things pertaining to salvation salvation, is the most eloquent book written in the Bible uh, 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 for this. They have a, a thing called the Walk through Romans, where you can take and, and walk a person from, from sin to uh, sanctification. Uh, and the sinners prayer, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the steps steps to face something of that nature, but um, it's different passages of scripture from the book of Romans. Uh, it's pretty pretty pretty, pretty good. So bear with us because what we're doing is we're going through uh, looking at there's no way of uh, receiving uh, eternal life uh, through any other way. But through Christ, but through Christ, Amen. So we're going to go ahead and read verse sixteen. Verse sixteen. Did I read sixteen, Yeah,
5: twelve.
0: Twelve. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. I like you to go the sixteen. Okay. So Abraham is also the spiritual father right there. Okay. So thirteen. 13. Before I go there, hallelujah. On the conference line, is there anybody that has any questions, concerns, any prophetic words, the Spirit of the Lord is showing you? Everybody good? Amen. 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 All right, I guess there's one person with us. Everybody else asleep? Wait.
3: We got five of us over here, Pastor. Me and the kids. amen, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: amen, amen, amen. Okay, fantastic. So,
3: and I'm verse, I'm on the phone too. My phone on mute.
0: Okay, amen, It's amen. on the charger. I need sure, okay. I need to make sure that y'all are with me. Amen. So, verse thirteen. It says here clearly, God promised to give the whole earth. Abraham and his descendants. And his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. Okay. All right. So, Abraham, God made a covenant with Abraham, a promise, a covenant with Abraham, and said, I will give your descendants the earth. Not based on the obedience to the law, but in a right relationship with God that can only come by faith. So my question to you is, do you, first off, have a relationship? Some of us are now, 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 here's a here's a great analogy. If you're married, you know you have your your wife, or you have your your husband, and you have an intimate relationship with your wife or husband. You you share everything with your wife and your husband. You don't want to do anything to hurt your wife or your husband. You're not going to go cheat upon to on your wife. Or your husband, you know. So this is the type of relationship that God wants with us and that he's speaking of. And when I speak of cheating, I mean this. You know, when you just know that God is going to say no to this or this is not something that is of God, but it's of the enemy, but you go ahead and do it because it makes you feel good. Or uh, uh, behind closed doors, going on, you know, like, you know, in the upstairs attic where the computer's at, you know, you may watch a little porn every now and then, and all this kind of crazy stuff. That kind of stuff is the cheating. It's cheating on, on God, amen? It's cheating on God, and, and, and it statens his heart, just like if you were to cheat on your wife or your husband, it will in his heart. So what type of relationship do you have with God? That's my question to you. If God promises, let me see, yeah. If God if God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary. There ain't no need to have faith if you are doing doing everything that he says to do. You don't have to believe anything, just do. So if I told you to walk to the and you walk into the coma, hey, you fulfilled the you fulfilled and everything is great, I guess. But it's not about what you do, it's about what you believe. Amen? For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. So in the law, we always, I mean, if the law, let me go like this. The law was put in place to show us that we couldn't keep it. Okay. So it's put there to show us that 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 okay, if I break the law, that then I'm going to damnation. I'm going to hell. I mean, I'm 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 I I'm am i am going to hell. This is what the Bible says. So how can I prevent from going to hell when I continue to break the law? And the only way that we can is by our belief in Christ. There is no other way. There is no other way. Says in verse 16, so the promise is received by faith. The covenant is received by faith. So the way that we can get our inheritance. From our forefather Abraham that was made to him by God, which was that he is going to give us the whole earth because we are descendants of Abraham, is by faith. And it says in verse 16, and we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. If we have faith like Abraham, for Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in God, who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing who creates new things out of nothing and who brings dead things, people, back to life. Do you understand that we was all dead people? We was all dead people because we were out there living life the way we wanted to live life. We was dead. But through God, we have been brought back to life. We've been brought back to life. Now that we've been brought back to life, Don't you think that we should sacrifice and give our life to the one who brought us back? And then in doing that, we can live eternally and not have to die another death. Makes sense to me. All right. Verse 19 says this, and Abraham's faith did not... Even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. So let me ask you this, guys. Do you all believe the promises of God in the Bible? Yep. Okay. So, in believing the promise, do y'all or are y'all willing? to do your part. Because before every promise, there is an action. We take the action, we receive the promise. One of the problems with a lot of us is that we don't want to do the work to get the promise. But we want the promise without the word. You see? And so so what that does, or what it can do, is like trying to manipulate God, because we try every other way to get what God has to offer us instead of going about getting it the way that God has written for us to get We we want to try to try to get into heaven a whole other way when there really isn't another way. But we don't want to just go through. We don't. We don't want to take the road less traveled. We want to take a, the wide road. And then, have you ever, have you ever seen a car on the freeway and it's way over here, and then it wants to get off this exit and just get then take the exit? So we want to, we want to take the wide road, go on down, and when, when we're almost about to die, you want to air and take the, you know what I'm saying? It don't work that way. Doesn't work that way. You know, we need to take the road less travel, stay on the road, less travel and live and live. You know, people have got to listen, you know, we can have we can't have heaven on earth. You know, I I, I didn't believe it, but we can't have heaven on earth. We can have peace on earth even through all this pandemic and pandemic, whatever you want to call it, we can have heaven on earth. It's all in our mind. It's all up here. The Bible says that through Christ we can we can receive the peace that passes all understanding. Have you ever seen someone that was mentally challenged and they just they always have a smile on their face and they're doing whatever they do, but they're always happy. I mean, they could be in the middle of an earthquake and they're sitting there. Happy and everybody else is running around and they're just sitting there. And somebody has to come and grab them and tell them, Get up! You know? They're always happy. And we can be that. But it starts to appear. It starts to appear. You see, mm. faith. See, see, see. The Bible says, If you had faith as a mustard seed, that you could tell this mountain to go into the sea, and it will go. You believe that? So why, why, why why, why we still got these mountains in our life then? What y'all, y'all on the on the line there? Y'all hear me? Why y'all got? got your, if you believe this, a little mustard seed of faith, you can take and move the mountain in your life into the river and going about your business. But why is the mountain still in your life? Hey. You know, I
3: like I like to say I, that I, I have a Go ahead. Go ahead. I have, I just have a statement. Um just kinda to um reply to that question. I don't know, was it were you asking us or
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
3: Okay, well, um, usually, well, used to be. Now I'm I'm finding different ways to um, um, remove these mountains spiritually. But usually, like when I, I used to, I think it's because everybody's on autopilot. You know, you you get so used to doing things a certain way, and you weren't properly um, taught about Jesus and, and about the Bible, you know, our parents, my grandparents, my great grandparents, they did everything a certain way. So I, I believe. Well, I'm I'm talking for me. I was on autopilot, you know. I didn't. I, they say you do better. You know better. You do better. How does it go? You, if you knew better, you'd do better. You know. So I think that that's for me. That's why you know I, I let certain mountains just stay there. You know, because just kind of repetition of things that you were taught before. You know how. You know, things really don't.
0: Yeah. And you're right and, 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 and you're and you're right. you're you're right there. You know, some some people believe that they're supposed to uh here, let me let me go like this. There is a suffering that we as believers must endure. Why? Because Christ went through a suffering. If you remember, uh uh, James, uh, uh, I can't remember the two apostles, but their mother came up to Jesus and said, uh, uh, "When you come back in your glory, can my sons sit one on the left and one on the right hand side of you?" And he said, "They cannot. Can they drink of the cup that I am about to drink of?" And what he was talking about was the suffering. And they said, "Oh yeah, 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 we can drink." And then he said. there will be a time where you will have to, but I'm not, uh, it's not my place to say, if you can sit on the left or the right, that's only up to my father. See, so what he was saying is, we are going to go through a suffering, but then there's some that they just assume that everything that they're suffering is of God, and it's not. Not everything, because you know, uh, God wants his children to be able to have Uh, the things that they need, Uh, uh, shelter and clothing and and food and some some of their wants. Amen? You know, Uh, but then there's those that believe that those things, even those things, we're not, uh, 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 if, if, if if you do away with them, you're living your life as Christ lived, and that's not true. Because Christ had money. And if he didn't have the money, he had his followers that had the money that would do and get whatever was needed. You see? And even Paul, Paul, when Paul needed money, Paul would just start making tents. He would go to work. You see? So so it's not a point of, of, of being destitute. It's not a point of being destitute. But there is a suffering. That will take place as you follow the Lord. As you follow the Lord, um, um, you had stated there was something else you you had stated. I can't. I can't recall. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah, so so we do kind of live out those things that we have been told until we find in the Bible that maybe what was told to us is not so. And then from that, we can readjust and, 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 and move more sort of towards what has uh, been written in the Word of God instead of coming out of the mouth of individuals. But the number one thing in this is our faith. That's the number one thing is faith. Is faith. Because if, 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 uh, see, see, ivory soap, they say is 100% pure, but it's 99.9%, which means there's a 0.1% that is impure, which makes it impure. So when he says faith is a mustard seed, it's 100% pure faith. And the thing of it is, is that little bit of doubt. Changes it from pure faith to something else. And that's what keeps these mountains in our life. These are what keeps the mountains in our life. The Bible says in the book of James, it says, if you lack wisdom, ask, and God will give it liberally. But when you ask, ask in faith and don't doubt. For God will give it to you, but if you doubt, he's not. You see, so so faith is the key element when we're talking about the kingdom of God. The belief and trust in God is the, the key element. You see, a lot of us uh, married folks, we have faith in our husbands, we have faith in our wives, but we don't have faith in God, you see, and, and so what that does is it puts you Husband, or it puts your wife in a position that is not their position. It's like they're being made an idol because they're in God's place. So we got to, you know, sometimes put our husbands and our wives in their position and put God back in his position. Amen. And put our trust and faith in him. Not to say, you know, put your trust and faith in your husband or your wife. But we got to put more faith in God than we do in our mate, and it's not to say that they're. Uh, how can I say? Um, it's not to say that 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 they're. Uh, uh, how can I put it? God is ahead. Your mate is second. Okay, your mate is second. God is the head. God is the head, your mate is second. But what happens when we put more trust in our mate is we put our mate first and God second. And God is the judge of God. So we have to put our faith and trust in God so that he's back in his position and then secondly in our mate. So as we share our life with our mate, we also are sharing our life with God, because He wants an intimate relationship with you, just like your mate wants an intimate relationship with you. So what you're willing to give to your mate, you have to give that to God as well. Amen. All right. Is there anyone have a question or would like to add to that? You got, any, you got
6: any questions back there, Deacon Antonio? Can you
0: hear them? Yeah, I heard him. I heard him. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, about, how about the girls back there?
3: Y'all got a
5: question? Y'all got questions? No questions.
0: No, no questions. <laughs> no questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's that's Crash Leo. That's my girl. All right. So, where are we at, man? Verse twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four.
4: Okay. Verse twenty-four. For our benefit, to assure us that God will also count
0: us as righteous as we believe Him. The one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he has handed over, he was handed over to die because of our sins and was raised to life to make us right with God. So that there is basically stating what it is that we are to believe that Christ died for us and God raised him from the dead raised him from the dead to make us right with God yeah that was Romans uh, 4.25 20. 4, the last verse yeah that was the last verse of Romans amen um, amen so amen thank you Father So the moral, what I want to get across here is this, is that, again, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There is no way to be able to get into the kingdom outside of going through Christ. You can't work your way in. You can't bribe your way in. You can't fake your way in. God knows our hearts. He knows when you're playing games with him. He knows all that. So the best thing to do is if you're going to play, then go play somewhere else. Because God 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 has a way of exposing things that that it'd be a lot more it'd be a lot better for you to go on and do your own thing than to get exposed and uh, and uh, uh, yeah cuz that's not a pretty picture when God does it but Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead faith without works is dead amen so it, it 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 it's very important to understand that people that you know as we are building a foundation as we are filling the cracks of our foundation, it's very important to understand that there is no other way into the kingdom of God, outside of his son Christ. And through him, the belief in him and what he did for us, that's what gives us that ticket to go in and live an eternal life with him. By faith. By faith. Faith without works is dead. Many say they have faith. But do they exercise faith? So my question is, what is faith? Anybody know what faith is?
5: Hmm? Believing in something mm-hmm. kind of thing. That, um. Hmm. Faith in something that you
0: can't see.
6: Faith um, is. Faith is, something that you hope for. Okay.
0: Something
6: that you hope for.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's one. Faith is. Uh help me with is an any kind of snap. It, it is not seen. The substance there it is. Faith is the substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's what the Bible says. Yep, yeah, there it is. Faith is a substance. Of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. Do you understand? Is that if you don't have hope, you dead? You know how we say, Well, I hope that one day, or we have hope for our kids. We all hope. See, see, it's, it's a hope to get into heaven. We aren't guaranteed. Just because we give our life to the Lord, just because we have faith, it's a hope. It's a hope. And see, in this hope, in this substance, in this substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, because we may hope to get into heaven doesn't mean that we see it right now, but we hope that this is going to take place. I hope that when I get 21, I can get me a Corvette. But if I work every day and I set aside my money. When I'm 21, I can turn that hope into a reality because faith without works is dead. So you can have hope and not have works, and you're not going to get nowhere. So when you have hope and you put work, with hope, and the oh my God, you it will come to pass. So what am I saying? I'm saying this that as you believe that Christ hung upon the cross, died and was buried and was risen by the Spirit and sits on the right-hand side of the Father, and because of your belief, you have the ability of living eternally with him, now the work sets in. What is the work? The work is following him. That's the work. As he says do this, you do that. Can
6: you use an example because I'm thinking of not a material thing? Okay. Like like, like somebody that doesn't believe yet okay. to become a believer or or healing.
4: Okay.
0: So So faith without words. So God speaks to us in many different ways. Many different ways. So, let's say God says, go to the store with somebody they're waiting for you. Okay. So, the works is going to the store. And then when you see that person there, what happens is it builds your faith. It builds your faith. So now, when you hear that that same voice, the last time I did what that voice said, what it said happened. It was there. You know. So you, you you're maturing. You're growing in faith as you works as your works as, as as you are putting your works with the faith. So you have to have the the. But you have to be able to, you, you, you have, well, see, I, and, I, and I'm going to put it like this. When a person gives their life to the Lord and the spirit of the Lord enters into them, they have the ability because the receptors are up now. Okay? Like the antenna ears, you know, they're up now. Now, they can get clogged. Remember, we, we went over uh, through the uh, prophetic training. Your receptors can get clogged with doubt, with all kinds of uh, different things can clog them to where you can't hear. But most individuals can't hear. They just have been pushing away what they hear. Some individuals, because God speaks in so many different ways, have been hearing God, but they just didn't know it was God. You see? So and if God really wants to get through to you, because He's God, He can. It's just a point of: Are we going to listen? Are we going to choose God, or choose self? Are we going to choose the kingdom, or are we going to choose the world? That's 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 the question. That's the well, question. I wanted to use this example because I've
6: been praying for my mom because she's not a believer yet, mm-hmm. and she's um um she's from Thailand Mm -hmm. and she didn't grow up in anything Christian Mm -hmm. so I've been praying for her a lot Mm -hmm. like in the last more so like probably in the last year Mm -hmm. and then um you know God just had me staff I mean for different different prayer requests I guess you know like um and hers was one of them Mm -hmm. and um now she's starting to kind of come around. Hmm. She, she's, you know, not there all the way, but she's
0: on her way. Right. That's good. That's good. And see what in, 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 I would say good, a good book to have her read is James. The book of James. Yeah.
6: she Well, she has a Thai Bible now somebody sent, but I can't
0: read it. Can't. So I don't yeah. Know you know, I, <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> yeah. can't read it. <laughs> uh, we might get her an English one. <laughs> uh uh or or if there was um like
6: today she just asked me, she was um, I don't know what to like she said, Your dad wants me to change my religion but I don't know what to do. Like if I go to church I don't know what to say. I don't know, you to do.
2: she, she told me that too. Yeah. She told you that too.
6: And she I don't know how to, how do I act. She said how maybe I'll do. read it when I in my religion. What do I say? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, right, and I said you don't have to oh. say anything. Because, right. You know, she thinks that you have to get up there and talk. Right, 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 she had an experience with my my aunt, her sister, who already passed away, but uh, with the Mormon Church a long time ago. And uh, I think yeah. she has this in her memory right. that the missionaries got up right. there talked or something. Right,
0: mm-hmm. right, right. I, what I would what I would rec- recommend is maybe um, showing her a a stream of of your church, you know, so that she can see that it's more so just just receiving, you know, receiving and and worshiping, mm-hmm. um, and that way she can kind of get an understanding of what it's like and wash away that 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 <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but
4: anyway, I was just
6: using that like example of not uh, a material. Things that obedience and yeah, in um, praying and, and um, fasting for something like
0: that to come to pass. As far as as far as
6: like obedience. Like, well, the the,
0: ob- the obedience the obedience the obedience. Put it like this: We can fast, yeah, right. But but the question is: Is it what God is asking us to do. And, and
6: prayer. I mean, He wants. He wants us to pray. He wants her saved.
0: He, he wants her to,
6: yeah. He wants everybody. Yeah,
0: right, to right. Right. So that is His will. Yes, Yeah. That. Yeah. That is His will. That. That. Okay. Now I understand your question. So that is that is His will. So you praying for her uh, and fasting to get a clear understanding and directions on how to uh, how to disciple her. Um, God will give you those. We're just sending
6: people into her pathway, not necessarily me.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. I mean, and, and, and see, God knows what she needs. Yeah. The Bible says that uh, Paul Paul water uh, was Paul water Apollos no Paul Plant. Paul plants Apollo's waters, but God is the increase. Yeah. Yeah. And so. You know, it may be a couple of different people. She may run into someone from Thailand that's a Christian that's we able to yeah. see, that's able to teach the language and be able to help her to understand you see yeah. and that would be that would be my prayer is to give her a person from her from her culture, someone that she can trust because I, the thing that I know from about people from other cultures is when they come in contact with someone else from their culture, they feel a little bit, their walls kind of come down a little bit, you know, and still be more more uh, apt to uh, follow. Well, when we were there,
6: mm-hmm. we had these two, you know, sisters that drove us around mm-hmm. um, in her hometown, mm-hmm. which is not in Bangkok, it's like two hours outside, in kind of a rural area, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, they, I remember I was like, I would sit in the front seat, and then, and then her name was Tammy, so mm-hmm. sat in the back seat with my mom, and then she, I, I could hear her. I can't really speak high but I can understand her. Mm-hmm. So I could hear her talking to my mom about God and Jesus, mm-hmm. and um, I could hear my mom going, hmm <laughs> uh, um, I, I was just pretending like I don't know anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. and,
2: so I know the seat got so
0: pulled over there, too. Right,
6: right, right. And so now right. it's kind of coming...
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, just continue to do what you're doing. God knows what He's doing. And and the thing of it is, is, is you know, God has seasons for each one of us. You know, a lot of the things that we go through, well, all the things we go through, God allows. But there's a season where God wants to make a shift, where He's like, okay, you've received enough of of enough. Wisdom through your experiences. Now, I want to shift you over here so that you can use those experiences to come back over here and to pull individuals out, like Moses. Moses had to go to the backside of the mountain when he killed the, uh, the, uh, the, Israel, the Israelite, but the, um, the soldier. And uh, he stayed there for a period of time. Uh, uh, until God called him out and called him to go back uh, to Egypt to pull out God's people. And so, so there's, there's many that are going through particular things in their life so that they can be uh, a tool for God to send back to pull others out. And so that time to come out is, uh, is up to God. You know and and, and and like for me um, I always wondered why is it that you know I'm still struggling with, with with this or that or this this addiction and this that and the third and everybody else that I was using what they left the stuff alone and going on living life but it's a timing God has a timing for everything and so in that timing uh, if we are aligned, we are able to move and shift with God. But what happens a lot of times is we're out of alignment or we're not standing at the bus stop. That's a better uh, We're not standing at the bus stop or maybe our backs turn and the bus comes and we miss it, you see. And so we want to make sure that as God is, 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 is shifting things and changing things and our, our seasons in life are changing, that we are ready and prepared because we all go through a tilling, we go through a planting, we go through a a watering, and we go through a harvest. And so we must know what season we're in so that we can operate in that season. Oh, Lord, it's 12 o'clock on the East Coast. That's right. All right. So I want to open it up for questions uh, dealing with uh, Chapter 4. Uh, or anything else If there's any praise reports uh, Any prophetic words Amen uh, The line is open Is the line still there We're
3: still here
0: Amen Okay I just need to hear I do not know if I lost y'all
3: Amen. Does anyone
5: have any questions or anything? If not, I'm going to have my wife close us out. Amen. 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 Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, on tonight, and Father God, we thank you, O oh God, and we just ask, O God, that each and every um, individual that was in attendance father god that they receive what it is that you have for them to receive um tonight father and lord we just ask him oh God, even as we depart on tonight father god that your angels father god hallelujah will protect them O oh god lord so let them go in each and every home father god even the ones that are here father god lord we just ask for angels of traveling grace and mercy Hallelujah as they depart in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just ask him, oh God, that you have cover the children, the children's children in the mighty name of Jesus. Let all walls become fire to they keep out all dark and forces, oh God, that may try to infiltrate in in the mighty name of Jesus. And so Lord, even as we're slumbering on tonight, oh God, we just thank you, O oh God, in advance, oh God, for the protection, oh God. Hallelujah in our dream state, Father in the name of Jesus. You, Jesus. Lord, sharpen the gifts, oh God. Hallelujah of interpretation, Father God. So if it's Your will on tomorrow, Father God, Hallelujah, oh God, let Your angels go before, so oh God. Hallelujah, set the stage and atmosphere, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you for the angels of traveling, grace and mercies, oh God, that are going to be on assignment, oh God, on the highways, byways, every corner, every intersection, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, and we thank you in advance, oh God. Hallelujah for the gift of life, oh God, in a day that we've never seen before. Father God, if it's your will, oh God, we just ask, oh God, let it be done right here on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, we just thank you and we glorify you, oh God. In
0: Jesus' mighty name, it is done and his soul. Amen amen. Amen, amen. All right, y'all. So amen. We will see y'all here on Friday for Beta Mentoring. Amen. We are on, uh, we'll be talking about uh, advancing in the prophetic call. So um, it's going to be a good teaching. So make sure you make it uh, 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Nine o'clock Eastern time. Nine o'clock Eastern time. Six o'clock Pacific Standard time. Until then, y'all walk by faith, not by sight. We will see you on Friday. God bless you. Love you guys. Huh.
5: Yeah, because it. it I <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, is we have people that's um all over <laughs> and and stuff, and, and this is like I was telling my husband, I said we have a whole different group. We have members and there. all of our members are out, <laughs> I mean this living room will be packed. I was wow, like, this is crazy. Cool. I said, everybody's out tonight. were on the line. We have people, yeah, just all just these cats in here. (laughs) The chairs, we sit everywhere. People everywhere. And um, so everybody called in.